Hi, my name is Shay Fumi, and welcome to the second episode of Just Saying. Are you usually listening to people talk? Does it give you orgasm? Does it make your heart flutter? Then you're welcome to the right place. If it does, and if you do, you know, just saying. Hi, everyone. Hi, welcome. How are you? How are you doing? You fine? Are you sure? <laughs> okay. Alright, if you just answered in real time, it's not bad. It's okay, it's fine. I understand. I mean, I can't hear you, but I understand. And if you're doing alright, that's good. If you're not, I want you to know that you're not alone and that someone cares about you. I mean, I do care about you. Every one of you that listens to this, you guys are important to me and i really do hope that everyone is doing all right as for me in case you're curious i'm not really sure i'm fine but i do understand that i'm not alone and i know that whatever it is i'm going through it's going to pass so i mean i've had to make a lot of our decisions this week the from the past week also but mainly this week um, it's only midweek and I still have a lot of decisions to make. It's not even lots, it's just really hard. So it seems like a lot, you know? But it's something that I know that if I do, is there's like this finality in that partic- in this particular decision. If I should make a decision or take an action, there's finality in it. I it's final. I don't know if you understand that, but it's final. So um, I can't I can't like go back in time to to change it. Even if I beat myself up for hours or days or months, I can't change it. And then I was thinking about a book I read. I looked for the book. I went to look for the book so that I can read a particular part to you people. Because I'm very, I'm like that. I want you to know what I know. So, the way you know, talking about it, the, in, the, in the book actually, it was a novel. And they were, you know, talking about the concept of time. And so the author wrote this long ass thing about the concept of time about two school of thought einstein and um faulkner so i'm just going to read it so yeah listen so einstein said the arrow of time flies in only one direction and faulkner understood the matter differently he said the past is never dead it's not even past the past is never dead the past is never dead it's not even past wow so all of us labor in webs, spawn long before we were born, webs of heredity and environment, of desire and consequence, of history and eternity. Haunted by wrong turns and roads not taken, we pursue images perceived as new, but whose provenance leads to the dim dramas of childhood, which are themselves but ripples of consequence echoing down the generations. The quotidian demands of life distracts from this resonance of images and events, but some of us feel it always, and who among us, offered the chance, would not relieve the day or hour in which we first know love, ecstasy, or made a choice that forever altered our future, negating a life we might have had? Such chances are rarely granted. Memory and grief prove folk not right enough, but Einstein knew the finality of action. If I cannot change what I had for lunch yesterday, I certainly cannot make a marriage, erase the betrayal of a friend. A body ship that left port 20 years ago. And you'll be wondering, why did I just read this to you? 
uh, first, I want you to know what I know. <laughs> but honestly, I just have been thinking about the finality of action, and it's just so stressful. The fact that I'm not even allowed to change something that you know that I made today, an action that I that took place today, I can't change it tomorrow. So it's it's scary that you have to think well before you do anything. And the fact that you have to think also means that you, it means that you are going to be weighed down by thinking about serious things. That's why I said earlier that I'm not sure I'm doing alright. I mean, I'm okay. I'm good. I'm eating well, obviously. I'm, I'm able to sleep. But at the same time, the fact that I have a huge decision to make ahead of me just stresses me out, keeps me up. And it feels like I have so much to do. That I can't even like stop this headache that has been going on for like a few days now. Oh, anyways, anyways, anyways. I just hope that we're feeling alright. That's not even what we're here for. <laughs> I'm here to drone and talk and talk and talk and talk about the concept of time. I mean, we are adults now. A lot of us understand that time can't wait for you. And I also understand that. We understand that we make mistakes as we grow and that we can only hope to be given a chance to rectify them and in the absence of that chance you learn to accept that you've done something that you can't change and you learn to forgive yourself for it forgiveness is key when you're forgiving yourself it's important to to understand that you're only human and to also understand that you can't judge yourself. I mean, if you want to be happy, you have to not de- de- the you have to not rely or not um you know be too conscious of what other people think about you. Not rely on other people's validation or opinion of you. While that is sometimes important, that's why I have to emphasize on rely. Don't you know? Don't judge yourself, you know, by what other people think you are. Your self-worth should not be determined by other people's opinion of you. And forgiveness is like something that I've been thinking about a lot these days. Because growing up, I had a terrible temper. And I had a weak tongue. I probably still do. (laughs) But over the years, I found out so much about these things. I I found out that words got sharper than kitchen knives and it goes deep into a person's soul and it worms its way into their you know soul and finds root and then it grows. I don't know if you get that, but I'm just going to keep talking. You can say things in moments of anger that will be forgotten by you. You won't remember that you said it. But the person that you told, hey, that person would always remember that you said it. And that thing that you said could open wounds for other people. It could be like, it it could trigger somebody's self, you know, deprecation. And before you know it, somebody's self-esteem begins to deprecate. And you don't even know it's your fault. Imagine. So words are like a very big deal. 
I've seen people that said they would rather have someone beat them. They'd rather have someone hit them, hurt them, throw things at them, than say things that would hurt them. And I thought about it that beating, being beaten or being, you know, being continu- continuously hit by a person is very painful. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation because I've been hit before. One time I decided I, wanted, I was a big girl. And I'm not even going to get into that story. But yeah, I've been punched before in the eye. And my eye got swollen, really swollen. And I found it really painful. So if somebody decides to choose that kind of pain over mental or emotional one, I relate, even though I've been there. Because it's not, words don't go away as easily as physical, you know physical injury and everybody responds differently to these things some people have thick skin they no matter what you try at them they don't care no matter what you say to them they don't even care you wonder if they're even human and some people they have they're very like sensitive and some people some people think these days if you're a sensitive person you're insecure yeah, I've seen like a lot of people say things about like, oh, you're too sensitive, you, you should check it. Oh no, you, 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 you've been insecure or something. Oh, and I feel like people, um, people re- respond differently to anger. And why people respond differently to anger? I also know, or I've also found out <laughs> that people express anger in different ways. So when I was a child and I was angry and hurt, I would not say anything. I would not even like express, I would not use my words. Everybody just has to feel the, the brunt of it. I, I would be hot. I want everybody to be hot too. The whole room has to be hot when I'm in, when I'm in it. Because I'm angry. So why is everybody happy? If I'm angry, why are they smiling? I don't know. <laughs> that was like a very bad thing though. But if I'm angry, why why do why are people smiling? Why are they happy? I'm angry, I'm not happy, they're happy. Why? So I would always want people to to you know feel miserable because I feel I feel miserable myself. So why can't they be miserable too? But over the years though, I <laughs> I've thought about it and I realized that. Thinking things through has never killed anyone. You think you're, you think things through before you take an action. You apart from thinking things, you communicate. Yeah, 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 yeah. I learned to communicate too. Yes, communication is actually like a very big deal because sometimes some th- some things that you have never even thought about becomes clear to you as you say it. Yeah, because this is this mainly happens for me most times i don't even have the patience to think things through i just open my mouth and start talking because if i decide to like till now i still keep quiet sometimes but if i really want to like work things out with people i always prefer to talk about things because talking about things makes it makes you feel better it makes me feel a lot better because no matter how silent i am even till now when I'm angry I still stay silent silence. But it's not it's not like before where everyone has to feel my anger, everyone has to be hot, I'm not hang, I'm not happy, everybody has to be sad. So I'm like silent all the time. And 
I only talk when I'm ready. Some people might say it's immature, but I feel like everybody should be, you know, given the chance to feel things. Process things the way they can, you know. Do things the way that they would understand. The way that they, they are used to. I mean, sometimes what you are used to is not really a good thing. So that's why you need to reflect. That's why reflection comes in. You have to self-reflect and all of that. So, yeah. Even when you're angry and you don't want to talk to the person, there are things you can say. I, 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 I use words like, I'm sorry, I can't talk to you right now. Or, I really don't want to talk to you right now. I don't know. The other person might feel bad and all that, but yeah, you do need to let them know what you're feeling. Because if you don't, we are humans now. If somebody's not talking to you, how would you feel? You know? So, I'm very, like, particular about my peace of mind. I don't know why, but when I'm not at peace, I'm not happy. I like where, even when people are fighting, there could be a storm going outside. People always tell me that I'm too nonchalant. But it's not about being nonchalant. A storm could be happening outside. As long as there's no entry in my house, I'm going to stay inside. I'm not going to check where the storm is happening. And though this might not be like what other people see as peace, but there's a lot of violence in this world. And for someone like me, <laughs> that comes from a very big family, there's a lot of violence at home too. Not violence, 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 but please. There's a lot of talking, there's a lot of activity. So if you don't learn to tune off, like if you learn to leave, like be um, emotionally absent sometimes from where you are, your mind is going to be a very, very busy place. So, staying angry at someone or saying things that someone would feel bad about distorts my illusion of peace of mind. Yeah, because I can't. How can your mind be like be at peace when you've made an irrevocable decision to be angry at someone? How? So it's hard, but most times, and as a way I close off, I just I let go of things. I remember one time I was in uni and I had this roommate that was really, really like really nice. We 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 entered our mini together, so we were really close in our hundred level and so by the time we got to our second year, we decided to get um, a hostel together. So we were rooming, and then there was this my other friend that wanted to come spend the night with us. So I, I brought her actually because she was my friend, but not my roommate's friend. So I brought her and I introduced her to my roommate, and you know. But turns out that it was like one of the worst decisions I ever made because I don't like trouble. And I will not purposely go and look for trouble. But if you decide, if you like, if you are somebody that now decided that uh, you like trouble, I mean, if you like trouble, that's also good for you. But if you now decide that you want to pass that trouble to me, I, I, I don't like to be confrontational. I think I'm the last person. If I, I, I struggle with decisions a lot before I make them. So if someone decides, I'm on my own a lot of times, and someone decides to bring trouble to me, I mean, the first thing that would, the, my first reaction is to accept that trouble and, you know, give it back to them in, in their own, you know, measure and all that. But uh, sometimes it's, when you, when you reach a level of peace, you realize that some things are not even worth it. Because I remember then she came and then she said she was going to spend the night at my place because she had issues. 
with her own place she had just rented a room she was feeling alone and all of that and i was like okay sure no problem so when she came she we were cool my roommate was also like a very friendly person like me so everybody just kind of bonded and we became you know really close and all of that and she did not want to go home the next day which was no big deal so i i i I also like to bring food stuff on behalf of both of us so we're like there was food because i think we're just resuming yeah i think the semester was just like starting yeah 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 not like starting starting because i think there was a strike why do i keep thinking (laughs) but there was like this huge strike then in my school then so we're just we're like in a room for days and she didn't go back to her place no one had, no one wanted to ask when she was going to go back no one even felt uncomfortable by her presence because she was really cool and kind and you know until one day what even happened i started hearing rumors about like myself people were coming to meet me then that what's up this person is staying with me that why am i begging someone to be in my space that am i not like do i not have no no she was just making it she was just spreading things about me that was making me look like i was a dependent person <laughs> like emotionally dependent yeah things like I, I couldn't do without her i would i would die if she if she were to leave me or something <laughs> i was like you know that was really petty but we're all young anyways it was a really petty thing honestly for me when i think about this thing i'm like god shave for me you were really petty but when i think about it i feel like nobody all of we all made mistakes so i was wondering why that conversation was going on and i think a mistake i made then was not talking to her about it i didn't want to i didn't know how to start the conversation i was like would i go there and start asking hey is it true you're telling everyone about, about that I'm being emotionally dependent? I'm being psh, just felt really weird to do that. So I did not talk about it. We did not even all of us did not nobody talked about it. I just somehow I did not even unconsciously. I was putting up an attitude. I was doing my best to, you know, be cold. To not make her feel like I would die without her. Because that was the impression she had. And I was trying my best to not, you know, to not also be unkind either. But she noticed. People see through things like that. She noticed and then she also started putting up an attitude instead of asking me what was going on. So she started putting up an attitude too. And then it got to a stage I kept, people kept calling, coming to me for different things. She said this, she said that. And I was just tired. And I was like, babe, this house, she said, you rented. When are you going back? I mean, you've been here. You haven't gone back for your clothes. You have been eating. When are you going back? And it became an issue. She was like, oh, if you're not going to let me stay here, your roommate is going to let me stay here. You both own the room, right? So if you say I should go, then I'm, going to, I'm just going to talk to your roommate so she can keep me. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. You're going to talk to my roommate about what? So she can keep you. We both have a say in this room. So if I say that, we can't keep you. My roommates cannot decide to keep you because we both pay rent and you can't stay. That was it. And she got angry. And I don't know whatever, I don't know what she, it is she went to tell my roommate because I did not even tell my roommate about it. That was the funniest part. I didn't tell my roommate about whatever it is people have been coming to tell me, whatever it is she has been spreading. 
<sighs> so it became a huge issue. My roommate said, I, I think she was to tell my roommate that she did not have a place to go to. That, that she did not tell me because I, she couldn't have told me that because I knew that she had a place to go to. So my roommate was like, oh, she, you're such a bad person. She doesn't have a place to go to. You want to throw out to the streets. You want to do this. And she has a place to go. So how can somebody come to school without clothes and food and all that? So obviously, her clothes are somewhere. She has a place to go. She's not just going. She wants to be here. And then she was like, okay, she was going to pay part of the rent. I was like, three of us cannot stay in one room forever. Two, it's even a crowd. So it became a big issue anyways. It became a big issue. And my roommates also started to hate me. <laughs> yeah, so I was living in a room where two people hated me. And then it became really awkward. Not for me, but for them. Because I tuned off. I've mastered something. And it's dangerous. I know it's dangerous. It's something I'm trying to unmaster now, but it helps me a lot. I know how to tune off people. Once you do something, there's a way that my brain just automatically like kicks you out. You're not you're no longer part of my I don't know. You're no part you're no longer part of whomever I feel deeply about. So she one day she came to tell me that she was feeling sick because not sick, like sick, sick hospital not sick hospital sick, but she was feeling sick to her stomach because I was not talking to her. And she said in her words she said because I was not talking to her, I was making it was making her feel bad, that because it was really scary, and I really didn't have anything to say to her. So it became a big issue anyway. Everybody was shouting. She was really shouting. She was saying she was going to fight me. She was going to beat me. She was going to do this, do that, do that, do that. And people were coming out to ask her who she fighting with because me, I was on my bed. I was watching a movie. I just sat down on my bed with my sister, my laptop, and I was just seeing a movie. And she stood at the <laughs> she stood at the door, and she was just screaming her heart out, "You're going to come out now!" Blah 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 blah. I was just there, seeing a movie. I did not move. I did not say a word. And people were coming out. What's going on? Who's fighting? Why are you shouting? Who's happening? And both of them, my roommate and the fr- my former friend, were just shouting. You're going to talk. Answer us. Do this. <laughs> answer you. Why? <laughs> Why should I answer you? <laughs> I didn't. And it was just. That's just something that. Something dangerous that I mastered. But that I also know is not good. But yeah. It's. It's peace for me. No? At that time, I knew that if I, had, if I wanted to, I could have that trouble that she brought to my doorstep. I could have taken it and would have just fought, probably beaten each other. <laughs> and I've probably gotten in a fight. And won, probably won. <laughs> Don't know if I would have won. <laughs> but really, I would have probably gotten in a fight and I keep thinking back and I don't think I would have done anything differently. She got tired and then she left me alone. She ended up moving out of the room. I didn't even stress her again. I just carried, I, I, I took my bag to a friend's place to stay for a couple days and by the time I got back she was gone and I mean I'm not even telling the whole story because this is not even half of it <laughs> but honestly peace is just like really important when you have peace it's really hard for you to say things to other people that will hurt them or do things that would you know hurt you because I care more about you than I care for you know so 
so sometimes you have to just let go or you store it somewhere i don't know whenever i say you want to store that anger that would not you know affect you or pop up unnecessarily i store it there so letting go is not even forgiveness because i can't even say i've forgiven some people that have done certain things to me but i've let it go letting go for me is not even like forgiveness because forgiveness might might take a long time you don't even forgive people because you because they deserve it or because that's the right thing to do sometimes forgive them because you need your own peace you know that you do is very like it's very important to choose peace you deserve peace you're human you need that peace so you like you de- you deserve to put yourself first and if putting yourself first means forgiving them in order to achieve peace ultimate peace that you deserve girl you're not hurting anyone go for it <sighs> so yeah that's it so it's not really about whoever has done something wrong to you it's about you putting yourself first is you know is the first thing to do when you need to forgive someone you understand that if you keep thinking about this thing it's going to keep hurting and then you'll be unable to let go and then you keep getting angry anytime you remember it or you keep getting angry at that person and then the more you get angry the harder the harder it is to forgive that person then what are we doing ah it messes you up it stresses you what are you doing then if you can't you know just calm down you have to choose peace most times so it's not like it's not like you you even forget forgiveness doesn't even mean necessarily forget what they did no you have to it's just the ability to look them in the eye and not see the evil they committed or the vile atrociousness or the lies you know it's just looking into their eyes and you know seeing peace choosing that peace so unchose words sometimes you know <laughs> turn that because it is seen as necessary you can say oh, i forgive you because you know it's necessary it's insincere so you could you know you could let go of what somebody has done for you or done to you sorry and then not be able to forgive so don't feel pressured about it forgiveness is psh, it took me a long time people kept co- coming to me then when i was in school that what did your roommates do to you why can't you guys settle this why can't you do this why can't you do that I keep telling people that she did not I'm not angry at her. I've let it go. It's hard for me to look at her and not remember what she has done to me. So that's why I'm not talking to her yet. So that's why I've not forgiven her. But I've let go of what she has done. I don't even know if I'm capping right now. But that was basically what I felt. So it's not even like I, I was not even pressured at all about talking to her. I didn't feel the need to just need let go of whatever it is I was feeling talk to her because please we all made mistakes at that time everyone did so if everyone decided that what we had to do then was just sort it out because we're all friends now even family family can do things to you and you don't have to forgive them immediately because they are family i don't know why People always feel like these people need to come first and they keep forgetting that you have to come first you are important I need to put me first I need to put me first that's that's like I've been <laughs> it's a real I watched on I watched online I've been repeating to myself I need to put me first because that's what you need to do girl you need to put yourself first that's important 
because if you don't put yourself first that's what disrespect starts to come in when you put other people first other people's peace other people's happiness when will yours come now hmm? when will your own happen so it's important to you know put yourself first do these things you know that you want to do in your own time at your own pace all right so not to bore you not to bore you basically i think that's all i have to say and i really really hope that someone found peace today with this words and i'm sure that is something that we can all do together so thank you so much for listening to my podcast see you next week bye